Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today as we are continuing this series. We get in the Word of God every day here, but we're continuing this series on children and raising children, educating children, bringing up children and raising children to be good, successful, happy, joyful, fruitful human beings in life as they enter into adulthood. And so this morning, I'd like to talk about what I think, and what I think Scripture teaches may be the most important thing that a parent teach a child or that a child should learn early on. For sure, this is the first thing that a parent should teach a child, first thing that we taught our children, and it's found in the book of Ephesians chapter 6, beginning with verse 1. And it says this, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may be well with you and that you may live long on the earth. What an interesting concept here, that God promises uh, success, happiness, long life, all that would be involved in a long and prosperous and good life to those who honor their parents. And what does he say here? The way a child learns to honor is through obedience. Now, this was the very first Bible verse we taught our children, I think. It might have, there might have been another one first, but this was the, I think this was the first for sure early on to teach our children to obey us. Yeah, that's right. Parents, this is your responsibility. Children don't learn it on their own. They don't figure out, I'm supposed to be obedient, I'm supposed to honor my parents, that doesn't come naturally. This is something that parents need to teach children. And for some people, this is somewhat radical and revolutionary. We've, we've had several generations in America now that teach, it's, and this is a very humanistic concept, that children are basically good. All we need to do is love them and support them and be there for them and they'll figure things out on their own. They don't need instruction per se. They don't need correction or training. They just need support. And because they're basically good, they'll figure it out on their own. But this is not the biblical concept. This is not how the Bible te- uh, sees uh, human beings. We come into this world and kids are as cute as can be. There's none cuter than your own or your own grandchildren. Kids are as cute as can be. The, the picture I had up there yesterday of all these little babies, it's like, how could they do anything wrong? They're so wonderful. They're so cute. They're so lovable, so adorable. And at that age, so helpless, so dependent upon us. And yet we know it's not long before they began to begin to assert themselves and assert their sin nature which the Bible says we're all born with. We're born with a tendency to be selfish. We're born with a tendency to want life to revolve all around ourselves. We're born with a tendency to be inconsiderate of others. And we're certainly not born with a tendency to respect, honor, and obey our parents. In fact, Scripture puts it this way. Um, 
that says in Proverbs 22 and verse 15, foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child. The rod of discipline will, will remove it far from him. Foolishness. Now, this doesn't mean they like to play and have fun and giggle and, and act silly. This foolishness means there's something ungodly, something that is destructive, something that will ruin them in time. It's bound up. It comes in a child. It's natural. It's there. And it says that the rod of discipline will remove it far from them. Now, who administers this rod of discipline? Well, the parent would. The parent would. And so I'd like to challenge today the concept, or I'd like to raise the question, who's in charge in your home? Who, who, who runs the home? Parents, do you have authority? Are you teaching? Are you in charge? Do you expect obedience? Have you taught your children to obey you? Have you taught your children to honor you? This is something that requires is required of us. The very next verse after Ephesians 6, the very next verse, which we'll look at more in detail tomorrow, says, fathers, do not exasperate your children. Don't drive them to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and the instruction of the Lord. Look at that verse. Bring them up. This is our responsibility. We don't just kind of leave them on their own. Figure out their own path. So many parents have done this. I ask people on campus all the time, um, did your parents, you know, the question comes up, did your parents take you to church? Did your parents teach you what to believe? And, and almost all of the skeptics, almost always all the people who reject Christ would say, no, my parents let me figure it out on their own. And I often wonder, you know, because and, and they're, they're surprised that we took our kids to church. We taught our children what to believe. And I point out, yes, we did all kinds of things with our children. We told them to brush their teeth. We told them they can't have candy all the time. We told them they need to, they, they need to go to bed at a certain time. We were in charge in our home. And yes, we told them we're going to church and you're part of this family and you're coming with us. This was part of raising our children. We told our children it's time for school. It's time to get dressed. It's time to, it's time to turn off the TV or off the video or whatever they're watching. It's time to put that down. It's time to do your homework. It's, these are things parents do. And yet we live in a culture now where more and more parents, the, the model is don't you tell your kids, you just kind of let them figure it out on their own from from figuring out what they want to do in life to figuring out what they want to believe. And I hope parents aren't saying, well, if you want to brush your teeth, brush them. If you don't, that's okay. If you want to go to bed, fine. But, you know, it's up to you. If you want to turn off the TV, fine. But, you know, I'm just going to support your decision. Come on, parents. Come on, parents. Now, the, the <laughs> we are responsible for the raising of our children. And the lack of doing that and the lack of being intentional and the lack of taking the initiative, the lack of being in charge in our home uh, has raised a lot of rebels. It's raised, raised a lot of people who foolishness is still bound up in their heart, even though now they've become teenagers 
and now they become adults. And unless someone else brings that discipline into their life, sometimes it might be an instructor at school, sometimes it might be a boss, sometimes it might be the law, but unless someone else brings that discipline into their life, they're likely to not lose it. They're likely that foolishness will be bound up within them into adulthood. And I have uh, these students say to me, they don't believe in God, they don't, they don't have faith, and they say, my parents let me decide for myself, and look, I've turned out pretty good. And I say, you have? How do you determine that? You're an unbeliever. You don't believe in God. You, don't, you're, 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 you think life revolves around you. You're going to have trouble in marriage. You're going to have trouble at work. You're going to have trouble in all kinds of areas if that foolishness was not bound up, if, if that foolishness was not removed far from you. How important this is. How important this is. Parents, this is your responsibility. This is what I'm saying. This is your job. God has entrusted this to you. In First Thessalonians chapter two, verse eleven, we see what a father's to do. Paul writes, "Just as you know how we were exhorting and encouraging and imploring each of you, as a father with his own children, what's a father to do? He's to exhort, call them to action. He's to encourage them. I'm alongside. I'm with you. I want to. I want to help you with this. He's to implore them. He said, "Come on, let's go. Let's go." A father is to be engaged in this. And I would dare say a mother is too. Often mom and dad work together. And if you're single parents, you got to figure this out on your own. But often a mom and dad work together to be that, I don't know, uh, working together, a good cop, bad cop, that, you know, let's go. This, uh, the, 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 we're going to charge. And the other, I'm just here to encourage you. But we work together to, to parent our children and to raise them. But here he says that a parent is encouraging, imploring. Scripture does that for you. Scripture says this. Look at what the Bible says Scripture does. All Scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training and righteousness, that the man of God may be adequate, equipped for every good work. I thought of this verse, and I think really does relate to the area of parenting. Parents, dare I say to you, that you ought to, as your child can't read yet, as your child is growing, you have just what Scripture does with us, you should be doing with your parent, your child. Of course, use Scripture for this purpose. But you should be teaching your child. You should be telling them what's right and wrong. You should be helping and you should let them know this is not right behavior. That is, you need to take the initiative. It's exhausting it's hard. It's difficult. It takes time. It takes mental energy, a lot of it, but you should be teaching. You should be correcting them. When they do wrong, you should tell them that's wrong. You don't do that. We don't act like that. We don't do that type thing. You correct their behavior. You, you, or you start by reproving them and then you correct them. We don't do that. Here's what we do do. And then you train them in righteousness. How do you do that? Consistently reminding them, consistently telling them. I know with, with parents, with children and being a parent, the hard thing, you think, gee, I love you. I feed you. I clothe you. I take care of you. You're in my home. I'm the big person. You're the little person. All I ask is that you do what I say, and I don't ask that much. And yet still, uh, that foolishness in their heart, they often resist and, and, and don't obey. And this is why parenting 
can be exhausting, not just physically, mentally, to continue to, uh, to be on top of things, to be always teaching, always acknowledge when they're going off track, correcting them, reproving them, correcting, getting them back on track. This is our job. And this is how good children develop. This is not overbearing, but this is the, what God has given us to raise our children. Now, I have a question for you. This, the, what we're talking about here is authority. And children who learn to honor and respect authority, Scripture says their life will turn out well. If they don't learn how to honor they're going to have a tough life. If they don't honor authority. If they don't learn to honor your authority, they won't honor God's authority. They won't honor legal authority. They won't honor their boss. They won't honor different people. It's going to be a tough life. They learn this in the home. Many kids today that are failing in high school because they've never learned discipline. Why did they not learn it? Because no one taught it to them. Many schools that are failing, it's because there's no discipline in their schools. Why is there no discipline in the schools? Because there was no discipline in their homes. And you look at schools that are successfully educating children. More often than not, there was discipline in the home of the majority of families there. So parents, this is your job. And my question to you, how do you think about authority? Do you have a good or negative opinion of it? Do you chafe at the idea of authority? Or do you realize that authority is a good thing and the authority God has given you as a parent? Look what Paul said about authority. He said, for this reason, 2 Corinthians 13, verse 10, for this reason, I'm writing these things while absent so that when present, I need not use severity in accordance with the authority which the Lord gave me for building up and not for tearing down. Ideally, authority is to be used in in an encouraging, positive, uplifting way. At times, it must be used, shall we say, with severity. And if you've been under severe authority, you may have a negative opinion. But notice, God has given us authority. He gave Paul authority to the church. He gives you authority in your children. And why does he do it? For building them up, not for tearing them down. I'm not talking about being in charge, being a tyrant, being, being a, a, an, an unloving, uncaring, un, unthoughtful uh, person that you're using your authority saying it all revolves around me. Maybe foolishness was never removed from your heart. And now that you're in charge, you're a tyrant. That's not what we're saying. We're saying here, you are to serve God, be right with God, walk with God. And then God, you understand God has given you authority to be used to encourage, build up, implore, instruct, reprove, correct, train, develop good children to bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord to develop them into a good person and to be gracious in how you do that. But I want to encourage you, make sure you've got the right attitude towards authority. If you don't have the right attitude towards authority in your life, you're not going to exhibit the right authority into your children's life. This is important. Where there's a breakdown of authority, there's anarchy. Where there's anarchy, there's rebellion. Interesting verse in 1 Samuel 15 says, rebellion is as the sin of divination or witchcraft. Satan and evil thrive where there is rebellion, where where there is the honoring of God-ordained authority. Where that happens, 
then you'll see prosperity and growth and success and fruitfulness and joy and all the things that we want in a good person, a good family, a good society. Father in heaven, we bless you today for your ways. We acknowledge, Lord, that we are by nature sinful and we need to come under your authority. We need to submit to you. We need to learn how to be obedient to you. We need to honor you. And we believe, Lord, also that our cute little kids, they come out so helpless and so cute. And yet, Lord, there's something in them as well, a foolishness, a a sinfulness, a selfishness that reacts and rejects your authority and parental authority. And you've called us not to be passive, not to just be supportive, but rather you've called us to be intentionally parenting to teach our children to honor and respect authority beginning with us. Help us, Lord. Give us courage. Give us strength. Give us energy. Help us not grow weary in doing good. Help us as parents to, to realize you've put us in charge of our home and that we would, we would graciously, lovingly, kindly, but still firmly uh, take on that responsibility and that we would not grow weary in doing good in raising our children for your glory. We pray these things and bless you now in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Hey, I'm enjoying this series on parenting. I've, of course, our parents, are, excuse me, our children are all grown. Our youngest is in their 30s. We're rethinking all this again as we're, grand, as we're grandparents now and as we're seeing our children raise their children. So I'm glad you're along. These are such important things. What we're talking about here today is critically important to the success of a society, a family, a church, of a person. So I'm glad you're along, glad you're getting into the Word of God. I hope you're respecting it, believing it, saying, Lord, help me to apply it. Give me that grace. Amen. If you're new here today, welcome. I hope you'll join us every day because we come here every day to get in the Word of God. We come 8.30 a.m. live Eastern time, which you can watch anytime throughout the day. And you can even listen to the podcast on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms. Just search for Tom Short or Tom the Preacher. So glad to have you along. I love you. So glad you're interested in knowing what God says about living a successful, fruitful life. God bless you. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.